That was the start of the show. No Laugh Track Podcast, episode 488. Andy Woodhull is here with me. I am Justin Severson, the host, and here we go from the stage here at Acme Comedy Company. I'm looking across at Andy. He's got something to say. I could see it. What is it? <laughs> I think it's funny we're on the stage and it's empty. Is it video? Yeah. We could have sat down here a little grandiose to be up here on the stage. <laughs> That, we could be anywhere. That's that's very true. We're really putting on a show for no people at all. <laughs> this is this is what the stage looks like. So in case you haven't been here, mm-hmm. this is what the stage looks like. But here we are. Yeah, this is the grand the grand show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Feel a little full of ourselves, don't we? We're up here. <laughs> nah, we don't sit where the people sit. We sit on the stage. We're doing a show. <laughs> it's a podcast. That's right. And thank you for giving me this table. I have nothing to put on it. I also feel insecure about that. I feel like I showed up to school and didn't do my assignment. Uh, we're going to be contacting your parents. Uh, they're going to have to sign a sheet. To, I should have uh, brought a notebook, make it seem like I was doing something up here. <laughs> I don't even, you don't even have a beverage there, nothing. Yeah, I don't have anything. You don't have your phone, nothing. No. Well, my phone's in my pocket. You, uh, I mean, one second, there's a lull. I'll check it. <laughs> But for now, you know, I'm just focused in thank on you. podcasting. Yes, thank you. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Uh, so the last time we did this was, uh, we figured out right before we started recording, was September of 2021, so not a little over a year. Yeah. You were here for Crash and Burn. Mm-hmm. That was a little bit different experience than what mm-hmm. you're doing right now, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, yeah, this is regular, and that was like a wild writing camp for a week i don't maybe everybody already knows what it is but you you write a 20 minute set over the course of a week and so like the first night you're just jumping in to 20 minutes of brand new material which is way more than anyone tries at once in, in my opinion i've never tried 20 minutes but it was very fun that week and some of those jokes remained in my act and uh now i'm do, doing uh doing just my my stuff that i've done many times before so going, so looking back, that was a good experience for you overall. Yeah, I loved it. I wish it was something I could do once a year. Yeah, right. It was really great. The I think the reaction I had to it is the same reaction a lot of comics had to it when uh, I've talked that I've talked to is you're so productive because you're in a group, you're writing every day, multiple times a day, and then you get to test the material in front of good audiences, and then by the end of five days or however many days it was. You're like, wow, I do have 15 to 20 new minutes. I should just start working this hard all the time, <laughs> and I can have a new hour every six months. And But none of us have ever done that. Yeah, think about that, Andy. Like, mm-hmm. th- <laughs> if only <laughs> you could possibly be that motivated. Well, I mean, it's a perfect environment, too, because the audience knows you're doing new material. So there's, And they aren't paying to see you. They're paying to see you do new material. So there's no pressure on, like, these people bought a ticket. I have to give them... Uh, you know, I have to give them my best. You can really uh, something just occurred to me that try. Tim Slagle, who runs that Crash and Burn, could really screw somebody over. But like, uh, had, like let's say you know the next one comes up, mm-hmm. and you know, and uh, new people are included. You mm-hmm. come up, the new you comes up, does mm-hmm. their brand new twenty minutes, yeah, and then the other three people do their polished stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wild. I mean, it would be wild. My brand new is probably just as good as anybody's polished stuff but i i think that could rattle some comics yeah 
<laughs> for sure. Well, here we are. Now you're back. It's a little over a year now. You're doing your real set. Mm-hmm. The things you normally do. A mm-hmm. type of set you normally do headlining. Yeah. One yeah. night in. Your very first. Uh, one night in. My first Your first night hour here. Ever headlining at Acme. World famous Acme. One of the best clubs in the country. One that's on every comic's bucket list. I've been doing stand-up almost 20 years. And I am very happy to be here. How did last night go, then? Uh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was full. There was a few fans, which always makes it fun when people afterwards are like, I've been watching you since 2012 and like know my old bits and stuff. And that's fun. I, I could have had a better set. I, maybe I wasn't in the prop. Why am I even saying that on a podcast? I did awesome. There we go. I did awesome. It was flawless. Every show is going to be a killer all week long. Well, I was here, and when they carried you out after the show, <laughs> I was like, do they normally do this? Yeah, yeah, Andy? yeah, yeah, yeah. But it happens almost every time. Uh, so I need to point. I was here. I saw the show. It was hilarious. You're mm-hmm. not giving yourself enough. Well, credit. thank you very much. Um, one of the one of my favorite moments was. Uh, it, this is interesting to me because, like you just said, some people showed up mm-hmm. and knew you already. Yeah. Know know you from some material you used to do. Right. About being a stepfather. Right. Yeah. And then I you get have that almost every time. And then yeah. you have to and now. I thought thought it was very interesting. <laughs> now you just tell the crowd like, here's the update on my life. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's always been about my life, the act, and uh, right. but people. I did this one. Uh, it was a dry bar special, uh, which clean comedy for Mormons, but other people can watch it too. And it's on the internet and on YouTube alone. Eleven million people watched it. I saw a clip on Facebook yesterday that has twenty-five million views. So a lot of people know me from that, and only from that. But that was recorded in twenty seventeen. So uh, my life is significantly different from that. I got a divorce in 2018, and, uh, you know, it's been a while. But people will come to the show. That's the main thing they know me of. And then uh, I will feel a vibe where people are like, this guy's doing girlfriend jokes. He's supposed to be married and have kids. And so I've started just addressing it at the top. I used to address it later because I had this one bit that I do about kind of the difference between being a stepdad and being an ex-stepdad. And and I would do it later in my set, but I've found, I don't know, in like only the last month that if I just do it sooner, then it puts all those people at ease and and the rest of the set goes better because there's not discussion amongst people of what's going on. I liked him. He had such a big heart being stepdad and claiming them as his own. I mean, and then (laughs) what did he just walk out on them? What happened? (laughs) Yeah, everybody what wants happens? to know. So uh, I did one album right after my divorce, and that has the most about divorce on it. And then I just did a new special uh, last October. And so there's plenty more. People just haven't found it yet. <laughs> Speaking of that, so when you were here doing Crash and Burn, now I, was, I remember you mentioning Pumpkin Spice. Yeah, I love pumpkin spice. Now, was the, sure. and I, of course that now that's part of the. Uh, oh yeah, that's what I made the title of the album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, were you w- doing any of that material? No, of course you weren't. No, I wasn't. So, that was so, a, so did that pumpkin spice? Yeah. Start here at Crash Well, I've and always loved pumpkin spice, and I had a snack review show where I have one pumpkin spice Trader Joe's episode that's very dear to my heart. But uh, yeah, that joke started here. It actually was a coffee shop in town that we went to. Uh, before writing session, I bought this chocolate bar, 
uh, that had pumpkin spice in it, and they tried to discourage me from buying it because it was so expensive. And so there's a joke about that, and yeah. and then I like call it back in a different joke. And when we were trying to think of names for the special, we kind of ended up ending the special on that callback. Uh, there was another joke after that, but we just cut it out because it was a good place to end, I think. It was long enough. And also, the last joke I did was a little dirtier. And so ending it where we did kept the whole thing clean and also uh, ended on a callback. It was good. So when we're thinking of names, that was just always in the running. Yeah, I didn't think about that. But the joke that the new special is named after was at Crash and Burn. Come it was developed on. Here. Yeah. How yeah. cool is that? <laughs> Come on. Very cool. There's, seven, there's like three or four jokes that are in that special from that week. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Now, one of the things you uh, did on stage last night is you asked the crowd uh, – What's something fun to do here while I'm in Minneapolis? Yeah, that's my lazy comedian way of trying to get a TikTok clip. (laughs) You know, you don't want it to be all material, so I ask the crowd something to do. And sometimes something fun comes from it. And I also have jokes from other cities I've been in when they suggested something, and then I did it, so it's also a good way to get to that material. I'm giving a big peek behind the curtain here, but no secrets. Uh, Well, let's... Okay. I would probably ask you about that anyway. About uh, like, you know, what are you doing with the tick, you know, TikTok getting the clips or whatever? So you just kind of beat me to it, which is good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I just, like to look behind the curtain. It's just what you have. It's uh, uh, it's my least favorite part about comedy. But people, I was walking around the mall in uh, where was I? Columbus, Ohio. I was walking around the mall, and a lady stopped me. She says, "You're a comedian, aren't you?" And I had a show at that mall that night. And uh, I'm like, yeah. She goes, oh, I love you on TikTok. And I said, that's so cool. I'm doing a show at this mall tonight. And she said, yeah, I'm busy. I can't go. But it, it, people seem to know you from it. And it's it's a weird thing to spend a lot of time developing longer bits. But then you got to be like only a minute to fit it into these different ways to post it, which have become a good way to f- – Find new uh, fans or people that want to come watch. Minute to fit it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Minute to fit it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, you're you're not the only one that said it's not their favorite. Uh huh. Yeah, but, but I mean, uh, you, required it, these days. It it seems to be required unless you were successful before it happened. And in that case, then I think you're paying someone to do it. It's still necessary. I'm hearing more about that. Yeah. as well. Do you have an example of something that someone suggested in another city to go do that you? Oh, uh, well, did? I did a bit last night. I was in Oklahoma, and people from the show worked at the zoo. Oh, that's right. And then the right. next yes. day, they took me to the zoo, and then I got uh, this penguin joke that I've been doing that's fun. That's right. Um, that's right. Yeah. That's right. We have a zoo here. No one Maybe I'll go. That. Are any of the animals outside? It was like seven degrees when I walked over. <laughs> You know what? Coincidentally, I went to this zoo, the one of them that we have in town. I went uh-huh. like a week ago. Yeah. And it's super sad because of the time of year. Oh, and yeah. Most are indoors. Right. Uh, hiding yeah. somewhere Not warm. A lot to see. Yeah, so yeah. No. I did like see I did again. see one sea lion, uh alpha male, another sea lion out of its spot in a little pool. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> pretty cool. I thought I was seeing a fight, but it was pretty one-sided. Uh-huh. It just like bullied the other one out of the way. Oh, wow. What a I cool was going to su- I was going to suggest for something uh, to do while you're in town. Have you ever heard of Polar Plunge? 
Oh, I have heard of Polar Plunge before. It doesn't seem like something you go do on your own. <laughs> what do you, well, you just show up and there are thousands of people oh, I get there ready to join you. A group? I get into a group of Polar Plungers? Yes, they do these all around town to, uh, they hmm. fundraise for something important, I'm sure. That you know I what I'd love what to do is. while I'm in town? Uh, when's this podcast come out? As soon as possible, as soon but as before possible. you leave town, sir. Somebody, if you want to do this with me on uh, Friday or Saturday during the day, I would love to try ice fishing. Please take me ice fishing. I want to go. You're going to, you just. Do you okay. think I'll get murdered? No. I'm supposed to go ice fishing this weekend with oh. some buddies and I can't make it. So you're like. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll just go with them. <laughs> Wait I'll a minute. I'll just go with your friends. That's I'll my take spot. your spot. <laughs> it's not fair. I can't go. <laughs> uh, I've never been. It seems fun. And I think it seems fun to me because of grumpy old men. I don't really have any other context <laughs> for ice fishing other than grumpy old men. But it seems really fun to me. Um, well, they did a good job of portraying ice fishing in that movie then. That's what it is then. Because it is fun. Okay. I've done it. Well, I mean, I've never done it without having beer uh-huh. and friends around. Well, that's part of what I think seems fun about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've also tried it. Uh, somebody tricked me. or like, let's go ice fishing. And then they brought me out and there was no uh, ice house. Oh, yeah. No, I want there to be a house. Yeah. No, without the ice mm-hmm. house, it's a whole different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's terrible. Yeah, it sounds like it would be terrible without that. <laughs> the house is the whole thing that seems fun. Yeah, but people. I want to be in a house way. that has a hole in the floor, and I'm getting trout out of it, or whatever fish is here. Walleye, all of it, all of the above. <laughs> so I went, I went ice fishing once. So like we did a uh, weekend with the guys, and we rented out um, some cabin or whatever. Yeah, the bed that I was staying in, um, that I slept in, had there was an ice hole. Right past the, the head of yeah. the bed. Oh, it's cool. Could you pee in it too? <laughs> That's pretty sweet. Well, I mean, when you're living, when you're like living on a lake, the yeah. whole world is your toilet, oh, sure. basically. Sure, sure, you you sure. can stay in or go out. But anyway, uh, I did one. Of the, so normally, like when I sleep at home, my bed, the head of the bed, is up against a wall. Mm-hmm. Well, here it wasn't, and I woke up and pushed my pillow. Oh poof, no! Right into the water. Oh The icy no. cold water in the middle of the night. That stinks. Yeah, that's not fun. Ruin the whole weekend for you? Nope. Okay. Just cool. just just the rest of that night. Cool, cool. But cool, I was probably, cool, cool. Uh, if I remember correctly, inebriated enough that I <laughs> didn't have too much trouble falling back. Well, asleep. imagine how comfortable those fish were that <laughs> night. <laughs> how else do they get pillows? New pillows? <laughs> they don't have it's money. It's the only way. <laughs> they don't have money. Um, hey, look, I want to talk about that special you did a little bit more. Where did sure. you? Where did you record it? Philadelphia Helium. And helium Philadelphia. Why did you choose that? Well, they uh, asked me if I wanted to do it. I didn't really choose. It's not like I had a million offers. Uh, that they, Helium is a club, you know, and they have like seven locations, and they're trying to build their own, you know, stand-up comedy brand. It's just starting. They're shooting a ton of specials. I think they're doing cool things. They asked me if I wanted to be one of the first ones, and I absolutely did. And so I went and played the club there over the weekend. They recorded two nights of shows, and I don't think it could have gone any better. I I loved it. I had a blast in Philadelphia, and yeah, now I got a new thing. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Philly is known for being a bunch of jerks, so that's good that it all worked oh, out. Oh, yeah, they were nice. The, <laughs> the crowds were really nice. No, that's fantastic. Uh, I have a true or false question for you. Did, okay. I want to know if you know as much as I do about um, 
Well, I, I, I'll just go for it. Yesterday, last week, Ron on Hirschberg was here, and uh-huh. I brought up something about snow days at school. And uh, true or false, they get enough snow in Kentucky, where he's from, that they cancel school sometimes. I think true. It is true. I think true, because when I lived in North Carolina with my stepdaughters, just the cities that aren't set up for snow can't plow the roads. And if the roads can't get plowed, the buses can't get into the neighborhood. So an inch of snow will cancel school in the south. Mm-hmm. I uh, I was wrong about that one. I just assumed that never happened. Yeah. Yep. And I, I'm glad I, Ronan was able to teach you that. I, it's It's been on my mind for the last week. I hate <laughs> making mistakes like that. <laughs> It's the worst. But I do. You brought it up earlier. I did the twenty-four million on that one clip. Yeah, That's there's amazing. one clip with twenty-four million. Tw- views, or twenty-five yeah. million, twenty-four, yeah, whatever. Think I'd be like, rich let's round up to twenty-five. <laughs> it's amazing. Twenty-five, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, like it, when you. So that's a dry bar clip, and then like you're right. doing. Then when you go into clubs. Are you getting comment? Like, uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure there have to be. I know there are people that show up from seeing you on Dry Bar. Yeah, no. What do they say to you after the show? Um, so they come up to you shows. And, like, and they're like, oh, I didn't know you'd say the F word uh, once. Well, crazy thing. I don't say the F you, word anymore. You don't. I mean, it's not. I'm not going to promise you 100%. I'm not going to say the F word. But 95% of the time, I don't say the F word. And it's largely because uh, the audience that I've grown so far is largely through these people that like cleaner stand-up, so I've, I've just been doing clean shows. No kidding. Yeah. It's not difficult, though, mm-hmm. right? Well, it wasn't a huge adjustment for me. I have, you know, and always have had some jokes about sex and, like, adult topics, drinking or marijuana or something. Just It's not, like, for kids, my comedy, but if you just don't say fuck... You know, then people are like, I can't believe you're so clean. It's a very small <laughs> adjustment, at least for yeah. me, it was. Yeah. 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 That's perfect. We, uh, I, so I, I've also watched your special and mm-hmm. I have seen some of the clips. You've cut some clips up and put that yeah. on. You know what I like well. about you saying you've seen it? You didn't even notice that it was clean. You're Spe- right. The special is clean. You didn't notice it. You're right. Feel good about that. Yeah. Feel good about that. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So one of the parts of the uh, special, and I think you mentioned it last night too, your dog, mm-hmm, right? And uh, that has led to some merch, correct, sir? <laughs> yeah, I've been selling this shirt for like two years now with the drawing of my dog on it, and it says "Good boy," and she's a girl. That's the point of the whole joke. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I've got I got to figure out a new when if you got any new shirt ideas because now I'm starting to go back to places and people are coming in the shirt wearing the shirt which makes me feel so good makes me so happy if you want to make me happy come to my show wearing the shirt at the last show you were at makes me feel great but it also makes me feel like I should get a new shirt you know so well, that's I'm, I'm on the quest for new new t-shirt well, ideas. Well, from what I heard you say on stage last night, that leads to the uh, the other sales pitch. Uh-huh. Well, if you have the shirt, you also need <laughs> something to put on your head, right? Yeah, well, I got these hats, and I think the hats are just going to be a limited edition thing. They're like, uh, I've, I got album art done for the new special, yeah. and I really liked it. But uh, no, you don't buy albums anymore. So the only place that album art's ever going to go is the little icon you know, while you're listening to it on Spotify or on Sirius, just a tiny little thing. And I, you know, paid someone to do that. So I thought it'd be cool to sell merch with that on it. And I met this guy that 
his company will get hats printed for you. And so I did it. And But I only made 50. And I, I think it's going to end up being an exclusive. I'm going to only do 50. The, difficult to travel with and they're a lot more expensive than t-shirts and so it feels too risky financially <laughs> to buy tons of these hats so they're limited edition there's only so many that's ever going to be made you know how they, you know how you make it more desirable is you put like like this is one of uh-huh. how many did you say 50 50 yeah, yeah. This is one of 50. 50 two of 50 i should do that i should number like, them all check this shit out dude I you know it. i'm already down to probably only 20 left oh this is wait. like the third week that i've been selling them. they're not selling bad they're just not i don't know this is the third week i'm selling them i think that and, sounds like it's going well and actually. i have about 20 left i'd say one, uh, you did a, there's a thing you have out online that's uh, like a crowd work, just crowd work. <laughs> yeah. Well, so here, I, do, I don't do like an incredible amount of crowd work. These days, because of TikTok and stuff, it's always good to have one or two crowd work moments because you can take that clip without using any of your material right. online. But uh, so I normally just do crowd work if the crowd is bad. If the crowd is bad or route like a little comedian trick, you're having a tough time engaging the audience. Ask them some questions, making it more personalized. And so uh, I d- often do it, but I never do it as much as I did this one week in Little Rock, Arkansas. Every crowd, it was like six or seven show week, and every crowd was bad. So I oh, talked no. to the audience so more than I'd ever talked to the audience, and I'm busy trying to cut these clips for social media and I'm realizing how much time of crowd work I did over the course of the week. And so it's not professionally done, but I edited together all the crowd work over all the shows I did in Little Rock. And it's like 50 minutes long, I think. And I put it on YouTube just all together. It's called Oops Elk Crowd Work. You can watch it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's such a funny And name. it's so much crowd work for s- someone that doesn't do a ton of crowd work. Uh, as it's described on, uh, what is this, your like link tree off Instagram? Oh, yeah. Oops, all crowd work. The totally unplanned, barely edited crowd work <laughs> special. Yeah, that's a great description of it. I believe those are my words. That's fantastic. So, so uh, another one that's listed on here is Live from Elkhart, the uncut, unedited comedy special. Yeah. When did so, you do that? So I did that one uh, 2019. 2019. Okay. Um, I recorded in my hometown, Elkhart, Indiana, because I had done a show there like one or two years before that. And it was one of the most fun shows I ever did. It was uh, it was almost like a high school reunion. I saw everybody that I grew up with because I don't get a lot of chances to go to Elkhart, Indiana. I saw these people that I wasn't in touch with. I've never had a real high school reunion. So it was it was so fun, and the crowd was so good. And so I was ready to record another album, and I just decided to do it in Elkhart. So I rented a bar and did it in the basement of this bar and recorded it uh, but it wasn't ever meant to be a video special. Just the people doing the album also recorded video. And so, uh, like, maybe a year after it came out, YouTube specials are becoming more popular, and I just have the video of this, which has a lot of mistakes in it. There's tons of mistakes in it. There's crowd work things. There's weird stuff. There's dirtier stuff that I cut out, and uh, Hmm. I thought it would be fun to put that on YouTube just as is. I also thought it would be a lot easier than trying to edit it. And so that just lives <laughs> on YouTube. It, it passed 100,000 views nice. just recently. Yeah, nice. It's been up there for like a year, I think. But um, people, it seems 
people enjoy how uh, many mistakes I make over the course of a show. Because <laughs> in a normal show, you make a mistake, you just go on with it. But when you're doing an album recording, uh, well, at least me, well, if I mess up a joke, I'll do it over. Because <laughs> you got you got to get it, you know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I so one of the things I do in the podcast is I'll search uh, people's hometowns and, treat, and see if there's some interesting okay. news coming out. Sure. And I found one from Elkhart, Indiana. Not surprised. Not surprised. What do you think? It, well, you would never. <laughs> you will, you won't guess this, but what what do you think would come out of Elkhart, Indiana? Um, something about uh, the booming jobs in the motorhome factory. Uh, okay, so that there was something I saw. About, yeah, yeah, uh, there was RV uh, something. Yeah, was that? I saw something about RVs. Yeah, our, well, it's the RV capital of the world. Everyone knows that. It's where the RV Hall of Fame is. And Stop. and there was a moment in Elkhart when uh, the they the demand for employees were was so high that people were moving to Elkhart. Just like they would pay people to move to Elkhart to work in these factories because the demand was so high and there was jobs and they just couldn't get the employees. They were even doing like work releases from prisons just to fill all these positions because they couldn't. Fill it so there was like a I don't know when this was a couple of years ago maybe like the year before the pandemic or something it was a real uh, boom but we've always been the motorhome capital of the world I wonder what like what the qualifications were like uh, well they're looking over people like who uh-huh. did they let out not just anybody right <laughs> you know like uh, petty or you know like uh, no murderers <laughs> hopefully uh, I don't know so Elkhart uh, this is the news story I found mm-hmm. Elkhart McDonald's mistakenly gives customer five thousand dollars with food. Wow. <laughs> oh, I accidentally gave him the bag with the dollar sign on it instead of the M. <laughs> My fault. <laughs> yeah, like the That's crazy. The How Scrooge did it McDuck happen? bag, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, an unexpected mix-up at an Elkhart McDonald's uh, went viral on TikTok, the headline says here. Workers there accidentally mixed up a customer's order with $5,000. Um, this guy recorded it, put it online. Um so the, it was basically their bank deposit. You got the Big Mac in a briefcase? Is that what you got? <laughs> that was your order, right? In the attache? Yeah, right. With the combination lock. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy, yeah, he ordered his food, and then they also gave him a bag. with. Uh-huh. It, and I watched the video, and he's just like, check this shit Yeah, out. wow. What's wrong with these guys? So did he return it? He returned it. He, he didn't even leave the parking lot. He brought it in. Uh-huh. And uh, well, first of all, before you hear what his reward was, what okay. would you have done to reward him? No, no. If you were the one receiving this money on accident, oh yeah, I probably would have taken it back too. I would assume there's videos and they're gonna come, yeah, find me. And I don't even know. Would it? Is it even illegal if they give you money on accident if you keep it? It doesn't seem like it would be. I don't if know. Someone accidentally gave you five grand. Can you be like they stole it? But here's a video of you handing it to them. Yeah, and they're not. Robbing. Wow. I don't know. Maybe I would have called a lawyer before. Yeah, what am I talking about? This isn't a mom and pop spot in McDonald's. I would have gotten out of there with my 5Gs. See, and then you read the TikTok comments, and that was a lot of them. Like, yeah, I think uh, McDonald's would have been fine. You should have kept it. So he returned it. Uh huh. Uh, If I'm McDonald's, here's what I do I'm McDonald's. They return five grand, I give them 10. That's the story. Isn't that an awesome story, though? And then you're doing that in commercials. That's what I do. I'm McDonald's. Because what's McDonald's probably going to give him, like, a free cheeseburger or something? It's going to be suck a compared month, to what he could have taken. A month, Andy, of free food. Someone did that, and they made a documentary about how unhealthy they became. <laughs> McDonald's is messing themselves up. 
That's a terrible gift. Here. They supersize that guy? Check your cholesterol in 30 days. <laughs> oh, my God. What a terrible gift. He's going to get more money from the lawsuit after eating McDonald's every day. Well, And the uh, residuals from his documentary he'll shoot. Yeah, right. Well, here. Uh, ho- hopefully, with the $200 they gave back to him, uh-huh. that's it. 200 Wow. That'll help pay his copay when he has to go get his you know. Wow, That's crazy. I mean, I'm a PR guy. I would do exactly what I said. It would cost McDonald's almost no money. And then we get tons of great press. Oh, it, you, you're absolutely right. Yeah. It, if that, uh, yeah, if they would have done it the other way, yeah, give and doubled the money and given it mm-hmm. back, given it to them. Oh my God, that's worth way more advertising. Uh, that's a million dollar For advertising sure, thing, or you know, multi million dollar. Uh-huh. McDonald's. <laughs> I'd be doing commercials. I get come to McDonald's. Maybe you'll get some money on accident. I think that actually, you know, from <laughs> now on, whenever it, once someone orders from a drive-thru, you just like really quietly at the end go like, I'm uh-huh. big of all your money. Just yeah. in case it shows yeah, up. Yeah, no kidding. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, like, <laughs> I'm keeping it. <laughs> I wish I would have thought of that earlier. <laughs> Was it too late for that? I feel like it would have gone better earlier. I'm <laughs> um, keeping it. <laughs> oh, my God. That is hilarious. I once found, uh, I had a paper out when I was a kid. I walked by this house and saw $80 crumpled up cash. Uh-huh. And, and, was like, and I didn't take it when I first walked oh, yeah. by. I don't know why. I was like, that I, somebody put that there and it's not mine. I shouldn't uh-huh. take it. When I walked by a few hours later. I it was still there. Yeah, and I nabbed it. it. Yeah. Nice. I have no idea why it was there, mm-hmm. but uh, thanks for the 80 bucks cash. Well, that's cool. Yeah. And also, I once went through a McDonald's. McDonald's drive-thru, and I did get the wrong order. I ordered, like, a single, you know, like, yeah, whatever, like the two-cheeseburger combo, and what I got back, she started handing me all these sodas, uh-huh. and then handed me two <laughs> bags of food, and I just went, thank you, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, drove <laughs> Turns out the food I ordered was not in that bag, uh-huh. but uh, I came out way ahead. Oh, yeah. You yeah, won. Way ahead. Now, would you have now in that scenario just a couple free bags of food? Uh-huh. Would you have done what I did, or would you go? I well, I, that's this is wrong. This is for the person behind me. <laughs> I probably would have because I mean you're saying you're getting multiple drinks. I don't want drinks I'm not going to drink. And also, if I'm going to McDonald's, here's a you know thing about me that I've always been very public with. I hate ketchup. So if it's any sandwich that has a ketchup on it, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna eat it. So I really want what I ordered when I'm going to McDonald's. You're that guy. Yeah, I am. Yeah. The no ketchup guy. Yeah, I don't care for ketchup. So I'm, I, I wouldn't take a random bag of food with McDonald's just covered in ketchup, all of it, I'm sure. Now, if you said, like, onions or something. I, yeah. I mean, I, I like, like onions. onions too, I'm fine with onions. Just I don't ketchup. care for ketchup, yeah. All right. Fine. Fine. I mean, I'm against it, like, on eggs and crap like that. But Yeah, I'm against it on everything. <laughs> <laughs> How much money would it take for me to, if I put a straw in a uh, jar uh-huh. of Heinz yeah. ketchup and put it in front of you, how much would it cost for you to just, like, to sip it down while we're... The whole glass or yeah. one sip? No, the whole thing. And how how tall? Like a full beer glass? Yeah. I, w- I don't know that there's an amount of money. I mean, maybe a million dollars I would try to do it, but I don't think I could do it without being sick. A whole glass? Even if you like ketchup, I don't think you could just drink that much ketchup. <laughs> Maybe not. It's disgusting. I don't know. 
Bring the snack show back. Come on. <laughs> I'm giving you ideas here. <laughs> well, the snack show is coming back in a different way. I have a snack show on YouTube. Thank you for bringing it up. Come on. Uh, it was so fun to do. And my friend Alex Stone, who's also a, a comedian, he's a very funny guy, edited it and made it so much better than it ever could have been if I would have been doing it on my own. Uh, but it took a lot of time and cost money to make these short snack review episodes that were kind of sketches about weird foods. Um, so we've decided to switch it into a uh, podcast. We're, we've started a podcast. We've done some episodes. Oh, but did it's I miss not this? A, it Is it out a, yet? No, it's not out yet. Okay. We're gonna we're trying to build up some because it's not going to be uh, you know time sensitive. So I we're see. trying to build it and also trying to figure out you know the the beats of each episode. So we'll, I'll be back talking about snacks soon, but the snack show, as fun as it was, I think the highest video count we were able to get to was maybe a thousand on one of them, which, you know, doesn't justify the amount of time and money that we spent making on it. Hey, if you want to sponsor me going back to it, I'd be happy to do it. I'll do a whole catch up episode. <laughs> you listening, Heinz? <laughs> oh, Hunts? Maybe Hunts? Hunts? Yeah. It's time for Hunts to get back in the game. <laughs> I, I think so. Uh, let's see. Our, oh, you mentioned on stage last night that one of uh, your former stepdaughters, one of your daughters, mm -hmm. is learning how to do tattoos. Yeah. Will you let her give you a tattoo at some point? I'm sure you two have already talked about that. Yeah, we have talked about it. And I think, uh, I think yes. I mean, I have one tattoo. Okay. It's like an outline of a dog that I used to have catching a Frisbee. Um, and I have that tattoo right now, and I think I'm going to let her fill it in. Because I also feel I'm a one tattoo guy. So I'll just let her expand the one I already have. I think that's what I'll do. Hmm. I'm also going to let her do other people for about a year before <laughs> she does it. But she is incredibly talented. I mean, she's starting on fruit, which I mentioned last night. They start you on fruit. And with the things that she's been tattooing on, these fruit are incredible. I think she started this week. I haven't talked to her this week, but I think... She started with people this week. Oh, so wow. If you want to get a um, tattoo from my stepdaughter, message me and I'll set you up. You're going to have to go to Virginia, but she'll she'll get you tattooed. <laughs> there we go. There we go. A little advertising for her in Virginia. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else we should be mentioning? So you have one tattoo. You mentioned that. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Yeah, the set last night was... Oh! Uh... So you were clearly doing new, a little bit of new material last night. Yeah, yeah. Well, the special came out in October, so there's a little pressure. You know, I, if people I, watch the special and then came, I don't want to be doing word for word right. the same special. So. Right. And you watched the special. You watched last night. I think I'm at almost 50% different, if not more, already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but some of them are a little rougher than others, for sure. And because of the, uh, what was it called, the thing I did here last time, the writing crash show, the crash and burn it's inspiring. It's inspiring to write here. See? Yeah. Well, one of my one of my other favorite things from last night is when you were clearly doing some of the new stuff, as you mm -hmm. admitted, and, you're, yeah. and then uh, you immediately followed it up with, this is word for word. Anyway, I think that's going to be a funny joke one day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> about, I, I just really haven't uh, done a lot of work on it, but my girlfriend's parents visited, and that's the one, right? My girlfriend's parents visited, and her mom said, 
uh, that I was a good eater. Yes, yes. Yeah, she said I was a good eater, which is such a funny <laughs> compliment to pay an adult. And I don't think it was from a negative space. I think it was genuinely a mom compliment. We're like, oh, she eats all the green vegetables, right. clears the plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Good eater in the, that context. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think you're right. And, and uh, I laughed at that one. Maybe it's not where you want it Thank to be, you. but it's Thank all, it's, you. It's getting uh-huh. there. Maybe it'll always be short. It's it's definitely getting there. It's definitely getting there. Uh, I don't know. I think, I think we I think we did everything here. Um, yeah, I think so. What's in your? I have one final question. Yes. We, um, we talked about you putting stuff out on TikTok. Uh huh. But as a user, do you use TikTok? <laughs> do you look at it? Well, I try not to because it's. Uh, I don't know what magic they did on it, but. The hours of your life will just disappear if you allow yourself to look at it. So I go on there and I upload stuff, and you got to leave that app open while you're uploading it. So I'll look while I'm uploading, and then sometimes I get sucked in for longer than I want to be sucked in. So what, I try not to, but I do watch it. What shows up in your feed? Uh, dog stuff, a lot of lot of dog stuff, um, pickleball. Pickleball stuff. People playing pickleball. Pickleball came up when you did Crash and Burn. Oh yeah, we've been playing pick. Well, because Andy Hendrickson was here, and we are part of this group of comics that have been playing pickleball on a semi-regular basis. And it's still going on in LA. Yeah, it's still going on. You know, the pickle boys and girls got to pick it up a little bit. We haven't played in several weeks. <laughs> uh, everybody's acting like they're so busy now, but we, we got time to pickleball. I don't know. This is a call. <laughs> <laughs> to all the comedians in LA, hit me up. We're trying to play pickleball on the West Side, and the last couple of times we tried to play, not we couldn't get four people. Hum, you just need two. Well, right? two, yeah, but it's more fun with four, in my opinion, because the beauty of pickleball is uh, you don't have to work hard. You're exercising, but it's like a light jog. It's not a marathon run. You know, it's minimum movement, but fun. Uh, and so, but if so, if you can play it one on one, but it's a, it's a lot. If you play two on two, then you it's the perfect level of fun. I don't maybe that doesn't make any sense or sound stupid, but one on one is exhausting. Two it's, two on two, you yeah. can play for an hour. <laughs> it sounds like uh, yeah. it's a bit lazier, lazy uh-huh. sport when there's more people. It's supposed <laughs> to be a lazy sport. I mean, it was invented for old people, yeah. right? So I love it. I'm not supposed to be. I don't know, just. I get sweaty when I play. I, I'm a hard. I hustle. You know, you you want me on your team? <laughs> Has anyone left with an injury? <laughs> um, no, I don't think anyone's gotten hurt. This, uh, oh, is it still there? Oh. Is it fully healed? Uh oh. I had a scrape on my knuckle. It was right there. It's just about gone though. You wouldn't even believe it. But I got hit with a pickleball on that knuckle. Really slashed me up, and then I just had blood dripping down my hand it looks so badass Damn. all the chicks that were there watching us were like oh look at that guy with this pickleball injury ask me how this happened yeah <laughs> oh that's fantastic um all right let's put a bow on this one okay people need to come out and see you bring some uh you take cash and credit for your merch i know that so you don't even have to bring cash <laughs> sometimes i tell people that's bring true. some extra cash uh-huh. bring what just bring whatever mm-hmm. you want leave with a hat leave with a t-shirt leave with memories of great laughs yeah from seeing andy here headline at acme comedy company thank you for having me and keep an eye out for the podcast yeah w- watch out we're gonna call it i think um you gotta try this perfect <laughs>